You've just released a report on the right to food in South Africa, and I'm sure you've only got good news for us about how we're doing. I wish it was only good news, Darshan. Um, let's just call it a mixed affair. Um, yeah, as you say, we did launch our report yesterday at Constitutional Hill um, in partnership with Oxfam and the Human Rights Commission. And we're really looking at, um, as you say, where have we come from in relation to food security in South Africa? Um, where have we reached today? What does the data tell us about the, the status of hunger and malnutrition in the country? And where are we going uh, looking forward? Is there, from your assessment, a sufficiently coordinated policy effort by this government to ensure the right to food for all of our citizens? We, 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 we can't say that the efforts, though there have been efforts, and there have been some very successful efforts um, by the state since '94 to tackle um, certain aspects of hunger and malnutrition, particularly thinking of the, the school nutrition program, which feeds around 9 million learners every single day. Um, and the vitamin A supplementation program, which has reduced uh, vitamin A deficiencies in the country. But what we can't say is that the, the range of programs that have been undertaken have been sufficiently coordinated um, to actually significantly reduce uh, hunger and malnutrition in the country because we still find that one in four South Africans do have inadequate access to food, do suffer from hunger. And in fact, despite some of these interventions um, stunting, for example, which is where children under the age of four have a low height for age and it affects all aspects of their, their development, has actually increased since 1999. So there have been a range of policies and, there, and a range of actions that the state has taken, but overall we, we, we can't say that they have been sufficiently coordinated. And ultimately the, there hasn't been uh, significant or sufficient accountability for actually ensuring this particular right. If, if you think of education or housing, there are um, measures that people can take to, to ensure that they're right and to hold people accountable. But if we look at the rights of food, there isn't a particular person, a particular statutory body that exists in the country. Um, unlike in other countries which have dealt with this issue, such as Brazil, mm. um, which people can actually turn to and hold accountable for, you know, for, for lack of, of realization of this particular right. Well, while you say that there is a, a lack of coordination and accountability on this, I mean, education, housing, water, healthcare, even social security, all have acts that govern how they should be implementing the amount of transparency and accountability. There's still problems there. Is an act around food going to mean that we are going to have a coordinated process towards ensuring that progressive realization? Sure. I mean, look, food is a very complex issue and it cuts across all kinds of battle lines in the country from the high concentration of uh, private ownership in the food sector where all the way from the seed to the production to the value adding and the actual retailing of food is very, very concentrated. And so we, we see some, some big issues in, in the actual production and the, and the food system that delivers food. Um, and it also cuts across issues of climate change and gender roles and things like that. So ultimately the food, the right to food can't just be implemented by one department or, or, or can't have one person responsible for it. However, the way that um, other countries which have more successfully, we should say, than South Africa, actually improved um, levels of hunger and malnutrition is by having an overarching legislative framework which is able to actually coordinate all the different efforts the government is making, to have lines of accountability that go right to the top, um, for example, in the presidency. And there are proposals for the deputy president, although he has much else on his plate, to actually begin coordinating some of these efforts. And what, so what we're calling for is rather than the sort of behind-closed-doors policy-making which we've seen on the right to food, 
and the splitting of responsibilities between so many different actors where the result being everybody has responsibility and nobody has responsibility ultimately for this right. What we'd like to see is a process where the state and all the different actors which are involved in the food system and actors which are representing people claiming and fighting for their right to food to sit down and begin a participatory process like we've had for, for other legislation, where different perspectives can come into the, um, come into the room and, and actually begin a process where we, where we set down legislation, where we make this right actually justiciable for people. And we set out very, very clear definitions of responsibilities and, and obligations and objectives so that we can actually have a roadmap in, in South Africa which says, this is how we're going to tackle food insecurity going forward. And this is what the people can ex actually expect as an overall effort that the state is going to make to fulfill the rights of food. And if they don't do that, we'll actually have legislation which means that we can actually hold uh, government accountable if it doesn't reach those objectives.